Welcome to episode four, which will be kind of a continuation on to episode three because I realized after I stopped recording episode three about artificial intelligence and the inevitable robot uprising, there was one specific artificial intelligence that I really wanted to dive into and talk about. And I figured, you know, let's quickly turn around and get another episode out there and continue this discussion on artificial intelligence. And if you weren't a fan of last episode and you weren't a fan of artificial intelligence and the whole idea is kind of boring to you, this one's going to take a slightly different turn because it's going to involve another, I feel like, very cool application of what artificial intelligence is already doing. Now, we got to start with our main man, Elon Musk, who should start a clone called Elon's Musk. That's a joke as old as I am. But anyway, Elon Musk, you know him, freaking CEO of the boring company and of Tesla and is just making stupid amounts of money and has stupid amounts of net worth and is trying to innovate the world to be top notch, go into the future. He wants to die on Mars, that sort of thing. Not only does he want to get to Mars, but he wants to have people going back and forth from Mars and like you mentioned (laughs) Mars colonization around him and just makes his day and it makes his ear. But he is able to fund essentially anything that he thinks is interesting. Because when you have that sort of capital beneath your name and behind your name, you can do almost essentially whatever you want. Okay, so what's what's Elon Musk doing right now other than making sure that his car model spells sex? You got the S, the 3, and the X. Put it together, people. But he is current projects. Um, SpaceX, I believe, is Elon Musk. So he's launching stuff into space and then landing it successfully for reuse. Because the huge cost in the space program is building the rocket. And if you can reuse the rocket, bam cost way down okay he's uh trying to solve southern california's traffic problems by the hyperloop or digging massive underground tunnels getting that third dimension that we haven't fully tapped into when it comes to vehicle travel another thing he is funding or is under his domain is open ai and You may or may not have heard of OpenAI, and there might be one of two ways you've heard of OpenAI. Either you are a follower of Elon Musk, and obviously he uses a lot of artificial intelligence in his stuff, and uh, he wants to tap into that because there's almost limitless potential in there. Or you're a huge fan of video games, and your mind kind of exploded when you realized, oh... There's a computer bot out there that can play one of the world's most popular games better than humans can. And that is incredible. So let's let's talk about some MOBAs first off, first and foremost. Now, there are many MOBAs out there. You've got League of Legends. You've got Dawn of the Ancients, Dota. You've got Heroes of New Earth, Han. You've got Smite. You've got uh, freaking Paragon. You have all sorts of MOBAs. And in a lot of these MOBAs, you have the option to play against um, bots that the developers have programmed to play the game a certain way. Now, anybody can tell you that playing against 
the computer, no matter, even if you put the bots on the hardest setting, they're still super duper easy to beat. Because with a game so intricate, like some of these MOBAs are, um, multiplayer online battle arena, I believe MOBA stands for, but how intricate they are with all the different characters that have all the different abilities that do all the different amounts um, and all the different items, they are complex games. So it's hard and time-consuming to have a programmer sit there and make it so the bots function to a degree that'll challenge people. It's, it's just impossible to do. People have been playing League of Legends and Dota and Han and for years and years and years and years, and they have so much time and energy and practice put into it. And programs are pretty much set to run one way. And there's very little deviation when it comes to programs. But a human can change strategies mid-game, can uh, do some switch-ups here and there and there. And so having a bot that can be a human player is incredible. So where does Elon Musk sit in all of this? And where does OpenAI sit in all of this? Well, they programmed an artificial intelligence that would play Dawn of the Ancients 2, Dota 2, one of the most popular MOBAs, second to League of Legends, I would say, in popularity, but still so, so popular. They had an artificial intelligence learn how to play Dota 2, and when they released it, it trounced one of, if not the best Dota 2 player at that time. Just completely trounced the guy. Okay, so I got OpenAI, uh, their blog pulled up here, and it's called OpenAI 5 because in these games in Dawn of the Ancients 2, you have five players on each team, so they made OpenAI 5. That's like their team. So our team of five neural networks, OpenAI 5, has started to defeat, has started to defeat amateur human teams at Dota 2. While today we play with restrictions, we aim to be a team of top professionals at the International in August, subject to only a limited set of heroes. Okay, the International is like the Super Bowl for Dawn of the Ancients 2. It's like the World Series for Dawn of the Ancients 2. It is one of the biggest, and I believe the highest paying video game tournament ever, every year. I believe it's the highest paying, and it's done by the people that own Steam, or that run Steam, because they're the ones that, uh, Valve, right, that company, they're the ones that um, developed Dawn of the Ancients 2. Okay, so in August, subject only to a limited set of heroes, so they, the open AI knows how to play a limited set of heroes. We may not succeed. Dota 2 is one of the most popular and complex esports games in the world with creative and motivated professionals who train year-round to earn part of Dota's annual $40 million prize pool, the largest in any esports game. Now, sure, esports athletes aren't getting paid nearly as much as LeBron James or Steph Curry or, I don't know, why can I not think of any other popular athlete right now, but... So they're not getting, you know, those top-tier professional athlete salaries yet. I believe that time will come. 
and a forty million dollar prize pool doesn't mean the winner gets forty million dollars. It means any the total amount people are going to earn at this tournament is going to be forty million. You know, the top number one team might get half of that. I don't know. Anyway, but here's where it gets really interesting. Open AI five plays a hundred and eighty years worth of games against itself every day learning via self-play okay let me repeat that because last episode i was explaining how an open or not an open ai but an artificial intelligence would play a game of mario and it sounds like it sounded like a really slow and arduous process but i don't feel like i got across the point that they they do multiple generations like in one generation multiple things are going all at once they're doing multiple run-throughs of the same thing so open ai open ai plays 180 years worth of games against itself every day 180 years worth of games every single day so that means they probably have you know a thousand some odd matches going and so let's just say you have a thousand matches going and each match lasts 30 minutes, which might be on th- sh- the short end. That's 500 hours. Boom. 500 hours of gameplay done just like that. So this program can play 180 years worth of the game in a single day. A human can only play a couple of hours every single day, you know, upwards to maybe 16 if you're training like crazy to play any video game. So that beats you by 179 years and eight hours more training. This artificial intelligence is getting every single day over you or anybody. Okay. It trains using a scaled up version of proximal policy optimization. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what that is. Running on um, nerd speak, a large scale version of the system we built to play a much simpler solo variant of the game last year. Okay. So last year whenever a year from when this was written they had it playing solos so the open ai would be one character and it would have it play against another single character now dawn of the ancients has five characters on each team so it was a very basic rundown version just to get the concept going right and i watched a video where they explained okay the first generation all they did was just sit at the base of each side and let the minions eventually win the game. Okay, so if you don't know Dawn of the Ancients or any other MOBA, you have two sides of a map, and you have to push different lanes and get different objectives, destroy towers, um, a top, middle, and bottom lane. Eventually, you got to destroy the other person's base, to put it short. And minions spawn in waves. So, the first generation, the minions that are you know, programmed into the game to push lanes. They won it. Like, essentially, the game itself won itself. And then, bam, it did 180 years of games a day. So it's probably doing more than one game a day, obviously. Okay, so the next game, one of the bots decides to move around. Anyway, it builds and builds and builds and builds until the artificial intelligence knows that specific game so well that when they put it up against a human player it was a landslide victory for the artificial intelligence a landslide victory and you could probably youtube like dawn of the ancients open ai 
reveal or something or reveal match 1v1 something like that and you'll get this video where you will see this artificial intelligence it had learned the best strategies to win the game it had learned the very fundamental down to the single point of damage and the millisecond when things would come up when things would be available the exact distance abilities could be cast at and it was it was painful to watch this guy who is one of the greatest players in the world just get destroyed by this machine just absolutely no mercy so now they've scaled that up to five players they've scaled it up to five players okay so they were doing a a solo variant last year using a separate lstm whatever that means for each hero and no human data, it learns recognizable strategies. This indicates that reinforcement learning can yield long-term planning with large but achievable scale without fundamental advances, contrary to our own expectations during the start of this project. Okay, so I'm gonna click the link to reinforcement learning. By experimenting, computers are figuring out how to do things that no programmer could teach them. Okay, so it sounds like the computer just kind of like experiments with things and then it has to have some sort of victory point. And then at that point it realizes, okay, let's let's build on what we just did to get that victory. So that's the reinforcement learning. So watching driving simulation the biggest artificial intelligence conference of the year held in barcelona um the software governing the car's behavior wasn't programmed in conventional sense it learned how to merge slickly and safely simply by practicing yeah so it just practices and if it does something wrong it recognizes that and if it does something right it recognizes that and eventually it puts enough correct movements together Okay, so it's playing 180 years in one day against itself. So it's not only it's not only the artificial intelligence versus um, people or the programmed computers in the game. It's the artificial intelligence versus itself. So it essentially gets double the playtime at once because both data will go into uh, the learning process. Okay, to benchmark, our process will host a match versus top players on August 5th. Okay, that was a little while ago. The problem. OpenAI, my son, is to extend human capabilities in a complex video game like StarCraft or Dota. Um, relative to previous AI milestones like chess or Go. If you haven't heard of the game Go, it's like the most popular game in China. It's with the white and black stones. I don't know the exact rules. But I've heard that at least in China, it is like honorable. It is top tier. If you can master Go, you're like the smartest person on the planet. It's one of those games that's like simple in concept, but to master it takes years, dedication, you know, one of those things they start a kid when they're six years old to be a Go master. Um, 
So, long-term horizons. Dota games run at 30 frames per second for an average of 45 minutes, resulting in 80,000 ticks per game. So that is essentially saying, okay, 45 minutes, get that down, you multiply that by, okay, there's 60 seconds in a minute, and then you times that by 30. So 80,000. Is that math right? Anyway, 80,000 ticks per game. Most actions uh, have minor impact individually, but some individual actions um, can change the game drastically. Some strategies can play out over an entire game. OpenAI5 observes every fourth frame yielding 20,000 moves. Chess usually ends before 40 moves, go before 150 moves, with almost every single move being strategic. Okay, so that is that just goes to show the difference between where this OpenAI is working with than with other artificial intelligence to master other games have worked with. In chess... A game usually ends before 40 moves. In this, and go 150 moves. So an AI doesn't have, or it doesn't need to process all that much stuff. It can learn those games much quicker. And this is only getting every fourth frame. So it's only getting 20,000 moves out of a possible 80,000. But it still has to process and execute 20,000 moves. Every single game. And it's even hard as a person, even when you understand the game, to calculate out 80,000 frames worth of a video game. So I just, I just find this so cool. Like, I believe video games are an amazing thing. They've been a huge part of my life. I've been playing video games since I was but a wee lad. And though I realize like I'm never going to be the top person at any video game, I have a huge respect for the people that will put time and dedication into learning these games, into developing strategies, into becoming the best in any field really, but you know, in video games too because it's something I'm so passionate about and something I spend a lot of time in. And then to see somebody build a machine that just surpasses all level of human capability is mind-boggling to me. And obviously this is never gonna this is never gonna replace the human aspect of competition, right? You know, the number one game is always gonna be team red versus team blue. Five humans versus five humans. You know, the ultimate ability, the ultimate human ability that we know of for this game. So they're never going to let this artificial intelligence win the international and take home all the money to the developers behind it. They're not going to do that. But it's so cool to see how a computer can process things and find new strategies based off of something that has found such optimal ways beyond human comprehension that I feel like it'll allow different types of learning to happen in these video games. Because in Go, I believe the artificial intelligence that learned Go took way different strategies than had ever been seen in human play. Because humans, oftentimes, 
we stagnate. Like, oftentimes there are things where, like, okay, this is the best. This is the best way to go about it. And it's hard for us to learn different strategies in these things because we don't get to play 180 years worth of a game in one day. We only have so much time to learn and expand on these things. So when you introduce these artificial intelligence, boom, that's a whole new world of opportunity. It's learning things and processing things that we never would have been able to get to. Because Dawn of the Ancients 2, when did Dawn of the Ancients 2 come out? Dota 2 release date. July 9th, 2013. So for a little over five years, this game has been out. So we've only had a little over five years of human capability to process this game. And it has a couple hundred thousand players. So we've had, you know, many years of games to play. But that's spread across such a wide audience, right? It's spread so thin. Or one person's learning at this rate, another person's learning at this rate. These artificial intelligence, one singular entity, one singular processing power unit can do 180 years in one day. It's obviously going to find something humans can't. So what I see going forward in terms of artificial intelligence and video games I feel like people are going to start to develop their own artificial intelligence to learn from, to practice against, to develop further understanding and find different strategies for these games. Because if OpenAI can demolish the greatest player in the world and pretty rapidly their five, the team of five is now able to beat, you know, amateur... Uh, is able to be amateur teams and pretty soon pros. I would believe by next year, OpenAI 5, you know, this artificial intelligence would be able to compete on the world stage against the greatest teams. Wholeheartedly believe it. You know, how much further can we go if we embrace this? How much further can we go if we accept this is the direction it's going and this is the direction it should go, right? Because it will only make the ability of those that accept and run with it greater. So we're going to see greater athletes playing these games. We're going to see greater esports. We're going to see greater tournaments. We're going to see different strategies. It opens such a world of more deep developmental competition. And I'm so excited to see how that goes. So what I would suggest, um, go onto YouTube, look at just OpenAI 5 um, Dota gameplay and just read up on it. I'm going to link the blog of what I'm reading off of in the description so you can read it more if you're at all interested. But man, I just find this so cool that one of the most complex games in the world is now being... completely taken over and completely evolved by these artificial intelligence and all these out al- and these algorithms. It's so cool to me. And if it's this prominent in the video game industry and the esports industry, 
and it can make this good of sweeping changes and this prominent of sweeping changes, like what other industries could be completely amplified by artificial intelligence? Now, there is a caveat. It's really easy to suppress the ability of an artificial intelligence in a video game world like this, right? You say, okay, you can't run the program during this tournament or this program doesn't actually compete for legitimate titles. At the end of the day, it's still human versus human. Other industries, once an artificial intelligence got hold of it, it's very possible that it'll get lost or the ability can, to control the artificial intelligence will be lost and a plug will have to be pulled. But man, definitely look into more on artificial intelligence. Look into other fields. Um, if you know of anything interesting about it or you think there's something out there that I might enjoy, you kind of already know my thoughts on it and where my interests lie, you know, hit me up, tell me about it. I want to learn more about these things and I want to participate more in just these awesome things that are happening, whether it's in a video game world, whether it is in uh, internet standpoint world, whether it is in a, you know, market world or a services world, it would be so cool to learn more about these things because it's, it's the future and it's going to happen whether you like it or not. And you better be willing to adapt and change with it and ride this wave because who knows, it might actually be a huge benefit to you, but I'm going to end it right there. Another really short one. I just wanted to follow up on episode three with this episode, because I think this is by far the artificial intelligence that is piquing my interest the most right now. Hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening. Share this wherever you share this. If you have somebody that might like to listen to my opinions, or if you have somebody that you feel like, oh, hey, this guy would be able to rip Jason apart in all his opinions, like let's hear the counterpoint to all of it and let's prove how dumb Jason is, go ahead and do that too. You know, get the word out there, get the voice out there, be part of the conversation. Thanks for listening so much.